Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then I would come on this show to defend those opinions. But now I do whatever I want. Joining me today, he's the co-host of this podcast and co-host of a bunch of other podcasts. I honestly, I feel like I'm running out of things to say. Once again, uh, he fucked up his ankle the other day, so thoughts and prayers for that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Jeff May. Also joining me, he is one of my co-hosts on a podcast called In Broad Daylight. That I do sporadically, but it'll be back soon. He also has a podcast of his own. He's going to plug that at the end of the show, so listen up for that, damn it. Ladies and gentlemen, Luis Prada. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Jeff, stop! Stop. I, every time. I don't get it. I don't know what this bit is that you're doing, but I you, wish you would You are mocking me. Doing. You're Just mocking what, Jay. Like, be, like, being here? It's a Hunger Games reference. What's your hand up for? I'm mocking Jay. This is the salute. Oh, I didn't see the movies. I read the books like a fucking I read the adult. books, too. <laughs> yeah, I, read, I read the books like an eighth grader. Fuck yeah. you. So, yeah, fucking Jeff's here. Hey. Also, my co-host on a podcast that I do very sporadically, one of my co-hosts, Luis Prada is here. Hi. I don't know if I should say something because I know sometimes on the show, the guests don't say anything in the beginning, but uh, I'm going to ruin that track record right now just in case. Yeah, no, we don't. Since we've we've taken to recording remotely, it's really hard to do that cutoff thing that we used to do because you think that's chaos in person. Wait till you hear it on a fucking Zoom call with the <laughs> delays happening and everything. Oh, man. So what are we talking about this week? One of my favorite subjects, a subject near and dear to my heart. There is so much news in the arena of government surveillance coming out. Like, just as we are recording this, which in and of itself is a bunch of fucking crazy shit, a story just came out this morning that the government has been running this secret surveillance organization consisting of like 60,000 people in the United States who are operating sometimes under false identities and they're like infiltrating businesses and everything our government is not supposed to do to us. 60,000? 60,000. They've been building this group for something like 10 years that's all they have is 60,000 after 10 years? 60,000. That's more covert operators than the CIA has. Sure, sure. But it's like half of the population of the Rose Bowl. That's all you need, Jeff. <laughs> like, you don't, like, you don't need, we don't each need our own private cop. I don't want that. I mean. Wouldn't that be nice, a buddy? Yeah, a buddy but, cop. but also it's not, cops aren't your buddy. We all no, know they that. sure aren't. <laughs> they are never your and, buddy. And the worst thing that can happen is they can think you are because then you find out some awful, awful shit about them. I bet. Which I did. Yeah. I have never I like, made hey, that mistake. Are you supposed to be telling me that you're cheating on your wife all the time? Because I feel like that's not a thing you should tell. Me. I'm still a civilian. Well, I mean, he's a cop. Of course, he's cheating on his wife. 100% of the cops that I knew were cheating on their wife. Yeah. Maybe 99%. Yeah. So we're talking about. We probably will do an episode about that 60,000 strong team of American spies that, I mean, we have we have to have met some of them. There's no fucking way we haven't I mean, met a few of them. What's 60,000 people like? What's the what's that of a percentage? There's what? Well, we I don't have, what, I don't think it comes down. To per, I don't think it comes down to percentages. I'm not saying we've randomly walked into one on the street. I'm saying no. there have probably been some sent our way over sure. the years sure 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 sure, sure. absolutely could, this especially the guy that was going through your dumpster that time 
There's that probability and statistic statement that was released, or not released, but a thing that was like from a few years ago where they're like, you know, you've probably like walked past and spoken to a serial killer in your life. I hope so. Like that's like a like an actual fucking probability stat. Rubbing um, elbows with the stars. Yeah. And for two of you on here, you might be doing a show with one. Oh, um, hey I mean, I walked past Don Cheadle once. There's no way I haven't walked past a serial killer also. Well, yeah, because he murdered somebody we know on the internet once. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's not bring that dude up again. <laughs> Don Cheadle? I know. Yeah, yeah, Don Cheadle. That's what I mean. Get out of here, war machine. So let's talk about some other crazy news that has surfaced recently in regards to government surveillance and things of the like, or just surveillance. This first one isn't the government but yes it is isn't amazon basically a wing of the government by now it's the government of commerce and it's this is also the absolute least surprising thing that i have ever been told none of none of this stuff surprises me it's just all terrifying anybody who has ever listened to the show that i've been on i think i think every episode i try to get one dig in on amazon i think that's like my thing it's i just i hate the company i think they are very very bad for the world yeah a lot of companies are very bad for the world i take exception to the ones that are spying on us yeah like i mean all social media platforms and amazon yeah i i you know it's just this thing where like Amazon has really disguised they've they've wrapped themselves in free shipping. So like they've they've wrapped themselves in the, and then you open up the package and it's just like, oh, it's the destruction of the planet. You're just like, oh, it's so world commerce is falling apart and Amazon will be the only company that sells anything in the future. Cool. Yeah, but Jeff, they allow us to do it to ourselves. <laughs> they sure do. The thing. That's they the, give they we, put the power in our hands. That's the whole thing. We've been doing so many things like that to ourselves since the 80s. It's what they oh, yeah. live is about, basically. Oh, yes. It's a good movie. You, just, you were just watching They Live, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. we uh, did a list cast about the best movies about not trusting the government. And <laughs> They Live won. Yeah, of course. They Live is one of those movies that everybody that watches, this is the greatest movie of all time. And you watch it and you're like, okay, well, it's the greatest like script of all time. It, it's very good. I mean, I was, we don't have to shit on people who like They Live. It's I love I, I like it for I, a reason. I just watched the Roddy Piper biography. Very nice. Let's talk about Amazon. It's not just that Amazon is destroying mom and pop businesses, whatever ones survived Walmart anyway. They're also spying on us. For one thing, ring doorbells, which why are people buying shit? Either of you got a ring doorbell? No, I don't have a doorbell. I don't think the cops have ever used that to catch a person. Oh, no, they have. I mean, like, I because I see posts on all the time. They're like, here's a, a clear photo of the person that stole my package. And the cops are like, sorry, nothing we can do. We're not actual. We don't we're not useful. Well, they're not. Yeah, they're not going to chase down your package thief. That's not yeah. that's you handle that in the streets. You don't call the police for that. But ring doorbells, which Amazon makes, they are basically amounting to a massive surveillance network. Like everywhere you go, even if you're just walking on the street, there's probably a ring doorbell pointing at you somewhere. And the thing about ring users, they once they agree that their video data can be shared with law enforcement, which I'm I'm assuming is probably a thing that's just buried in the user agreement. There's no way to revoke that. So now the police just have access to your ring doorbell forever. Ring doorbells have a back door built into them for law enforcement to access. And it is, according to statistics, already the largest corporate-owned surveillance system in U.S. history. They sold yeah, but just think of all the great viral videos we're getting out of it, of like animal attacks and shitty FedEx delivery people. It's a trade-off is what I'm saying. Yeah, a, a guy hurling a rabid bobcat away from his wife is <laughs> yeah. worth all of the submission of our freedoms. And that's always the kind of thing you hear when you bring up a problem like this is someone someone will be like, yeah, but my neighbor's daughter almost got kidnapped and the police were able to solve the crime that way. And it's like, cool, that's the one exception. Of course, things like that are going to happen. But it is that still worth building a massive surveillance system in the United States? But I don't know if it is. Cost? Yeah. Yeah. That ring. There were 400,000 ring doorbells sold in December 2019 alone yearly sales are estimated in the hundreds of millions so who the fuck doesn't have one of these things by now is it just us 
Are we the we last might, three? We might, we might. We might be. I don't know. I remember December 2019 though. That was good times. Mm, yeah, those were the a, days. Whew, that was the halcyon days before we canceled Christmas. Do either of you have an Alexa in your home? No. no. Yeah, you do. It's on your phone. <laughs> oh shit! He got me. That's the thing. They are like, even if we we say we don't have one, if you got a phone, you have one. You just don't have it enabled. Do they have it enabled? Mm, who knows? According, according to my sponsored ads. Remember that story that came out a couple years ago about, I think it was Ring security systems. And Google sent out this email that was like, oh, by the way, we're finally activating that microphone that's been inside your Ring security systems this whole time. And people were like, excuse me? Yeah. There's been the a microphone? Did you just say? <laughs> and yeah, there is. Oh, that's probably not great. None of this is great. I'm going to go it, on a limb and say not great. And again, we're doing it to ourselves. We yeah, sure they, get, they democratized a, a big brother police state. And it feels like a lot of these bigger companies and Amazon's a really good example of this where they've taken like, like the 1984, all of those like classic sci-fi dystopias and they learned the wrong lessons from them. And they didn't <laughs> yeah. learn, don't do it. They just said, no, be super cool and nice about it and offer people cool shit and empower them to do it to themselves. And you won't have to feel like you're in North Korea where you have like these brown suited soldiers all over the place making people feel oppressed. You could just have a little camera doing it for you. I mean, that's literally what V for Vendetta is based on. Like the, the idea of V for Vendetta was like, yeah, we got you to sacrifice those freedoms so we mm -hmm. didn't have to take them from you. And that's what the Patriot Act is. The Patriot Act is, I believe, 8000 pages. There's no way they wrote that shit after 9-11. They were waiting yeah. for 9-11 to spring that on us. Yeah. It was on somebody's desktop waiting to be fired off. Yeah. I hope they faxed it to someone, all 8,000 pages. <laughs> I hope that's how it first got out. So there is also, with Ring Doorbells, an affiliate crime reporting app called Neighbors, where people can upload content from their devices, which I'm sure is not just pictures of every black person who walks through the neighborhood. You go on Nextdoor, Ooh, that's boy. a lot of what Nextdoor is. Yeah, I saw a black guy. What should I do about it? Yeah, especially in Burbank. It's uh, the suspicious character was walking through my neighborhood. Okay, what's suspicious about him? Yeah, well, he was wearing a sweatshirt. <laughs> like it's 60 degrees out. Yeah, I'm wearing a sweatshirt. Yeah. Ring also has agreements with over 1,800 law enforcement agencies. That is one in 10 police departments. And all of those agreements involve law enforcement being able to collect data from Ring devices without a warrant. That cool? That's, Does that seem cool? That seems bad. It's a controversial it's stance. Yeah, it's not, not ideal. I don't, I don't, I don't like the idea that I can be knocking on a friend's door and the police could potentially see that for whatever reason that they so choose. We know not, why. Doesn't make me feel. Doesn't make me feel safe. The thing that always worries me about collecting video and images of people is deep fakes. Like we know we're headed for just a hellscape of deep fake videos it's, it's like minority report rolling up on us right there we're just gonna be like ah oh, you faked the murder you faked the murder yeah i will that be good or bad because then any video that comes out you can just be like mm, that's not real bad yeah at a certain point it's just gonna it's gonna negate the need for these cameras when everything you see is potentially fake or at least has the the, the shadow of doubt over it it's going to destroy the concept of evidence yeah. which i know video that, evidence at least i know that that's like we're like oh fuck fuck the police but sometimes evidence is very important like mm -hmm. justice Jeff, is I, still i can't like, think of any instance where video evidence played into a crime involving the police right i mean so, well to be fair they've always been cleared of those crimes generally speaking so it's true yeah there have been more than twenty-two thousand police requests that have been collected just in the last year through april 2021 like how many crimes have been solved using this stuff i can't i know there have been a few but there was also like there was this thing that happened god damn it was it hancock park it was in la somewhere and they just caught video of a woman being kidnapped basically you hear her screaming you see the car driving away with the tailgate still open and the guy's like saying i'm sorry i'm sorry and he just fucking pulls off with her they didn't solve that <laughs> like they're just like hey can you help it's like, can you help? Yeah. What? Well, why do we have to do that? You. This is yeah. what you get paid for. It's not my job. Yeah. Like, it's so it's so easy to circumvent 
a camera. Like there was that guy at the Capitol Hill riots, the insurrection around that time with the pipe bomber guy who they still, as far as we know, have not caught because he was wearing a mask and a hoodie. Like if you could, if your big surveillance state can be defeated by a mask and a hoodie. By winter gear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some light winter gear. Then what's the per- then what's the point of it? Yeah, yeah. You, I've also seen in movies, and I imagine it has to work. But there are glasses you can buy that just have lights on the front. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they block out yeah. facial rec. Yeah. yeah, that was a big thing. People were doing using those during the protests. Oh yeah, yeah. It's was called it, like it, light block. Does it work? Does it work fa- outdoors? Fa- well, there are there are visors that were people would oh. wear like like helmets or something that would like project that light down over their face. That's cool. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Yeah. I would wear that just to have light projected down my face as I walk the streets. Yeah. Or up on your face like you're fucking about to tell a tale from the Midnight Society. Yeah. (laughs) Did you ever hear the thing where when you hold that flashlight under your face, that's what you look like in your past life? No. That's terrifying. But I believe it. Yeah. That's actually what the rest of this podcast is about. Let's all try it. (laughs) That's just like what you look like if your feet are on fire. Well, that too. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, these requests are super easy to submit also because ring is a cloud-based thing that is supported by amazon web services see that's that's where boycotting amazon gets tricky you can't fully boycott amazon it's not i mean you could but you would literally have to stop using the internet so much of the internet runs on amazon web services like they own everything it's like the fucking oh there was what was the philip k dick series that was on amazon that sucked but there was one good episode with janelle monet in it oh, oh. electric something it, was it yeah. the electric is it electric sheep do android stream of electric sheep no okay. it was called electric dreams i believe electric dream i think it was yeah yeah and the second episode is about this amazon type company that has literally taken over the world and it feels like that's where we're headed like, Amazon let them air that. Good for them, I guess. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's the thing. When when people are like, do you ever worry the CIA would, like, take you out? It's like, what the fuck do you think I'm going to do to the CIA? My fucking yeah. tiny-ass obscure podcast is what? Going to bring them down for doing Jonestown? No. No. That <laughs> ship has fucking sailed. Yeah. And Amazon, too. Like that fucking electric dream series isn't going to hurt Amazon. Well, we it's like we know it's like Amazon or Chick-fil-A or any of these companies, DoorDash, where you're just like, okay, but these are objectively bad companies that you shouldn't be funneling your money into. Or like people are like, yeah, but it's so easy. Yeah, but with Amazon, that's not it. Like you can't boycott Amazon. Yeah. Well, I think what I'm what I'm trying to say is Amazon has reached the heights that it has because of the things that we have known in the past and ignored. Yeah. Like it started. We were fucking buying. We were just buying books and like C and CDs. And then they're like, what if we took over the world? And we're like, that's fine. Can you get me my CD faster? I'm like, fuck, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Stuff like that never starts. They're not going to come out the gates and be like, hey, we're going to destroy everything. They're going to come out the gates and be like, hey, you want a book? And here's the thing, even when we were just buying books, there were books about what a shitty place Amazon was to work. I read one in 1998. Damn. <laughs> yeah. I used to buy used textbooks. That's what I would like. Instead of buying my books at the college bookstore, I would be like, no, I'm not going to do that. And then I would just buy on Amazon. And then the first thing I ever bought on Amazon was the Snatch soundtrack on CD. Hell yeah. Because it wasn't released in America. Why Uh, didn't you hit up a small independent record store in the UK and see if they would post it to you? That's how I say shit. Maine, not a fan of the UK. They really held on to this whole 1776 thing. Mm, That makes sense. Yeah. Here's the thing. We've been talking about Amazon for about 20 minutes now. And we're only halfway through the crazy shit they're doing in the name of surveillance because not only are they putting doorbell cameras on every home also all of their delivery vehicles are equipped with an ai powered video surveillance system called netradyne can't you at least call it like community help something, or something? less terminatory would be nice <laughs> yeah like, 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 we can't say Cyberdyne because that's the Terminator thing. Like, well, can we just change a couple of the letters? And they're like, yeah, that's a fucking brilliant idea. Skydyne. 
Nope, don't do it. <laughs> Netdyne. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's just two of the bad parts. Oh, it's made by a company that makes fleet management software. They claim it's to keep Amazon drivers, quote, and the communities where we deliver safe. How? How? How are you keeping the community safe? I guess by not having Amazon drivers run over kids. Yeah, but if an Amazon driver runs over a kid, you think it's the camera on the truck that's going to, like, we should be able to just take care of that without video cameras roaming our neighborhoods. Agreed, Adam. But if I can play devil's advocate, it claims that accidents decreased by 48%, stop sign violations decreased by 20%, driving without a seatbelt decreased 60%, and distracted driving decreased 45%. So I guess in theory, yes even though I'm, I don't like it. Yeah, I don't think it's worth it. No, I like, think we should have Amazon run over more kids so we can see what they're well, fucking no, really one about. Thing, for one thing, they're giving us percentages. Give me the actual numbers. Because if you're telling me, well, before these cameras, our drivers ran over eight kids. And now that we got these cameras, only four kids. You know what? Eight is an acceptable number. Get rid of the fucking cameras. I'm sorry. It's no, I, 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 I'll take 16 kids. <laughs> Here's the thing. I think this is like this isn't COVID. This isn't. Oh, are we willing to sacrifice a, a million grandmas and grandpas so we can go to the movies? No, 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 no. This is different. Like you can fix the problem of drivers running over kids without surveilling the entire country all the time. The thing about it, too, is like you're right when you said the entire country. Like I see Amazon vans on my fucking street like five or six times a day. Yeah, I'm just yeah, saying I if this was some sort of government involved thing, it'd be very smart. I didn't know this until I saw this article and I see them all the time. They pull up in front of my apartment to drop off packages and stuff. And I walk by them when I walk my dog all the time. Now you've added a little bit of paranoia to my dog walk, which was very nice and very pleasant. I was living in bliss, not knowing I was being surveilled because there are cameras both inside and outside the cars. If I read yes. these articles correctly, which feels very bad for the drivers because they can't masturbate between deliveries. And I feel that is a bummer. Poor guys. It's a stressful job. It's very funny to think about how like when the Google car would drive by and we're like, hi, I was just going to say this hi. is another thing we brought on ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> but then if the Amazon car goes by, like, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah, we should have like, been. What the fuck did I do? I'm like, not you, your your lords. Yeah, we should have been saying fuck you to the Google car too, probably because we really set a nasty precedent there. Yeah, but so instead we treated looking. it like the jumbotron. At the, yeah, like hey, yeah, the yeah. fucking kiss cam. Like, yeah. I remember one time one came by when I lived in an old neighborhood, and one drove by, and then like months later, I was checking the neighborhood for something and i saw my car and i was like oh my god emailing it to people texting it oh my god look look i'm on tv it's like it, yeah it's kind of you realize how scary it is yeah. once you I, once you get over that initial yeah, kind of, uh, you're like i was surveilled <laughs> yeah yeah and also did i give google permission to put the front of my home on the internet once you have an address you can just fucking look it up and be like oh that's what it looks like you know why google got away with it though because it wasn't called Netrodyne. <laughs> it wasn't an apocalyptic name. It's a likable name. It was Street View. Yeah. I remember there was an Arcade Fire video that they did in conjunction with Google Street View, which, uh, again, did it to ourselves. I went right to Arcade Fire's website and typed in the address of my childhood home. Now the guy from Arcade Fire has more background information about me than I am comfortable with. But also in that video, this guy's running. And when he gets to the end of the video, guess what? He's in front of your childhood home. Mine had been torn down. Did he? he <laughs> Good did, Lord. Now, was he running or did he keep the car running? He, both. Both. Keep the car running is such a fucking banger. It's so good. And they deserve all of the hipstery love they get because of that yeah. one song, in my opinion. Yeah, they're great. So, yeah, these cameras, not only do they raise concerns, obviously, for the surrounding community, but for the workers, too. Like, is that the kind of shit we want to start consenting to is just around the clock monitoring of employees? And then what are you doing with all the information you're collecting about them? You shredding that at the end of the day? Jerking no. off. I just wonder if they will or are already using it to target ads at us. Like if they could sync up my face, because they are also in the facial recognition game. Yep. If they can sync up my face somehow to my account, can they suggest, I don't know, saw Lewis tying his shoes. Maybe he needs new shoelaces or some shit. A few years ago, I wrote a cracked column about this, I think like 2015 or so, but I had Googled, not even on Amazon, but Googled an urn for my cat when it had died. And 
Amazon then relentlessly started sending me ads for cat urns. <laughs> yeah. Like for like- months, long after I'd already got an urn. They just like, hey, remember your dead cat that you loved? Why don't you put a put it in a box? They're like, hey, hey, you still burning cats, bro? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> still burning cats? Hey, I hear you, I hear you got like thirty cats. Here's a box for it for twelve dollars. That's yeah. a really good deal, though. <laughs> it's a good that deal. That is for a cat urn. Yeah. 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 Put grandpa on a cat urn. He won't know the difference. No, he won't. But I mean, grandpa probably won't fit in a cat urn, Jeff. Get two cat urns. Get two of them. Yeah. Do you know how much a regular people urn is? Fucking crazy expensive. Yes, because at one point in history, my sister lost my dad's ashes, and a woman tracked me down on Facebook and was like, I have your dad. Do you want him? And she mailed me my dad's ashes, so I had to buy an urn. Oof. Oof. Yeah. You're like, and then we spread him in his favorite place. The Nestle Quick Factory. (laughs) (laughs) It's the last good thing Facebook ever did. So yeah, these cameras, one security analyst, French Caldwell, what a fucking name. It was actually French French Stewart. (laughs) I was carrying out. He called it the largest physical surveillance enterprise ever outside of China. Yikes. Yeah, that makes about that makes sense, especially considering that we, you know, they often put their devices on sale. And uh, you can just pick them up for nothing, maybe a good Black Friday deal, and just install it yourself. It's super easy to surveil yourself and your neighbors and your friends and family. Yeah. Again, we do it to ourselves. Like, Google will mail you a free fucking whatever their version of Alexa is. Like, you can get those things free now because they just want a fucking microphone in every home. Mm Mm-hmm. I just I don't feel like I it. don't I don't like it. Yeah. Like as much as you're right, like I, my phone is doing enough of that. Like I don't need to actively be like, hey, Alexa, I don't need to do that. No, no. I know you're listening. But like also, can you listen more? Yeah, I, I had an Alexa for about a week and I was like, why am I doing this? Yeah, Alexa's like a shifty butler that's always like right around the corner. And you're like, hey, Alexa, it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if Ask Jeeves just didn't have your best interests in, in mind in an alternate universe man we'd be using ask jeeves maps to get places and fucking getting stuff delivered from dog pile and they would respect our privacy yeah jeeves knew a thing or two about discretion <laughs> god damn it that's yeah. why they had to take him out i need alta vista trucks being safe in my neighborhood <laughs> i feel like that's how any of those old search engines could make a fucking comeback be like hey we're not selling shit we're not yeah. telling anyone what you're searching for None of it. This is the dark web, but you can get a disc at Best Buy for it. Yeah. Your, your, yeah info, your data comes in and goes straight to the trash. That's our yeah. guarantee. Yeah. We don't give a shit. <laughs> we don't fucking care. We will just bring you to where you can find shoes and then we will fuck right off. Yeah. Like the dark web, but just without all the crime and terror. And then they'd be like, you know what? Do some fucking crime. We don't even care. We won't <laughs> yeah. snitch. Yeah. It'll say, ask Jeeves, and then underneath it'll just say, we don't snitch. Yeah. Snitches use Bing. That would be their fucking (laughs) catchphrase. yeah. Hey, let's take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we're back. We did it. We made it. Let's talk about another thing we are essentially doing to ourselves. Air tags, tiles. Either of you have one of these things? I have a tile. I have a a tile for the... I think you you have to know why I have a tile, Adam. I lose my keys three times a week. Put a fucking hook by your door, man. (laughs) Oh, do you think I haven't tried a hook by the door, Adam? No, I don't. I lose my keys with such a stark regularity that it would upset anybody who found out. And I lock myself out of my house all the time. Stop doing that. Well, no shit. That would be very (laughs) nice. That would be very (laughs) fucking nice to be able to do that. But I got a tile as a birthday gift. And at first I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I was like, oh, this is exclusively for me for the actual intended use. Yeah. And I mean... Who fucking cares if the government's following Jeff? Like, yeah, like my have brain fun is watching just... him eat eggs and run three miles a morning. Not not after yesterday. Oh yeah, blew out your ankle. <sighs> Oof, sorry. Like a that... grapefruit just started growing on my foot. 
That was a HIPAA violation. I'm very sorry. You're not my doctor. You just violate me. Yes, yes. And just now. So if people aren't familiar, Apple AirTags, Tile, they are these small Bluetooth trackers that people use on their keys or their purse so they can track items. If they're lost or stolen, they're cheap. Cost about $30. AirTags are paired with your Apple ID, similar to Apple's Find My Phone service, which pairs your device with your Apple ID. They don't work at a very long range. Bluetooth is a shorter range technology, and they work on Bluetooth up to 300 feet or so. So when you left your keys on the bus and you use your phone to see that your AirTag keychain is now three miles away, you aren't connecting wirelessly to it. Instead, the keychain is registering on other compatible Apple devices that are within a 300-foot range. And that data goes to Apple's servers. So if you have an AirTag, you are essentially part of a massive network that can be accessed at any time by Apple to track your location. This is one of those things where, like, we've seen Apple tell surveillance companies to fuck off, though, right? Like, that's like a thing we've seen a few times. Yeah, and I totally trust them. I mean, I know that they're not super trustworthy, but at least they don't roll over. Yeah, but still, I, I don't yeah. know that this, because the, the tile doesn't work that way. Like, it just connects to GPS, I think. Yeah. But this, when you use that find my phone feature or find whatever, find Jeff's keys feature, it's not actually showing you where they are. It's showing you the nearest Apple device to where your keys are. That just feels creepy. It, it fe- I feel like the bigger threat is not so much government, even though they, it could very easily be abused by a government or create an Amazon-style surveillance state. But it really it takes that idea of putting the power in your own hands and applies it almost exclusively to stalkers. Like yeah. it, This feels like devices. Like I understand their purpose, and I think it's one of those things that I, yeah, I wish I could have always had something like that. I think we've all wished there was a thing, I, the, the classic idea of like, oh, the remote control is missing. I wish there was a tracker on it so I could find it in the fucking couch two feet away. But these devices, when you actually practically apply them, they feel like they were focus tested with abusive boyfriends in mind. Yeah, it, like it was just looking a, for a reason to beat their wives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a bland boardroom filled with the creepiest motherfuckers imaginable. And they're like, yeah, can you also like create something that protects me from pepper spray, like some kind of sonic wave that pushes it back? A lot of tucked in button downs in that meeting. <laughs> yeah, and khaki yeah pants. it's it really like gone are the days when you would have to steal your girlfriend's phone and install tracking software on that or threaten t- her until she turns on her location services. It's or, pre-installed. Or taking yeah. the dog for a walk, grabbing her purse, bringing the purse to your partner who works for the unintelligence agency, having them put a bug in there, then sure. bringing the purse back and then having her, of course, get kidnapped by actual terrorists. Yeah, these are just commercially available versions of what Jeff is talking about. You see it in so many movies where... They'll, like, hug someone and fucking slip a thing in their coat pocket. Or the spider tracers from Spider-Man. Yeah. Been doing that since, like, the 70s or the 60s, even. And you can absolutely do that with a tile or an AirTag. It's a little harder with an AirTag. Tile has no fucking restrictions in place for that. You can just fucking chuck a tile in the window of a passing car. If they don't notice, you're on that car for the rest of their goddamn life. That does feel like the most libertarian designed version of it. Like no safeguard whatsoever. It's like, ah, freedom to do whatever. Even track some random family on the highway. The free market of stalking. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They're listing all the things you can do with it. And then it says not stalk your girlfriend. Wink. Wink. Wink Wink emoji. But to be fair, libertarians never have girlfriends. Oh, That's a, sick ooh. burn. <laughs> Got him. And Got they em. always wonder why. <laughs> How come people don't want to be my friends? It's because you're an asshole. Pretty much. Now, with air tags, it's a little bit harder than that. You can't just put it in a person's bag and expect them to never find out because what Apple does is if there's an air tag that's moving with you, but the owner isn't nearby, they send a notification to your phone to tell you, which sounds like a solid system that just makes sense. But one, you only get those notifications if you have an iPhone running the latest iPhone software. So if you have an old iPhone or an Android phone, you can get fucked, like probably literally by the person following you, you know? (laughs) 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 Remember that? Remember when we do the V thing, like we're gross? Yeah. We got to bring back sleazy hand gestures. (laughs) 
Oh, I agree. Yeah. We got to adapt. We got to adopt the the British cunt sign. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that the, what that the, is? Okay. Two fingers up. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know what I think we should bring back is the that Italian like the, the oh yeah the mm. under the chin with oh. your your four fingers like. Ooh. That was my favorite as a kid. I don't know what. And then this one. The, I'm gonna, oh yeah. Uh, I'm gonna start doing this in 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 like my car. <laughs> when I see people, I'm gonna like, hey hey. That person is going to go home and have a story to tell. Yeah. He's like, and then fucking this guy did like a, like a this thing. You remember the this? He did a hand he gesture did... from like 1984. <laughs> I don't know. a time traveler. And the yeah. goal of this would be to get them to do it back. Oh, yeah. So be like, hey, hey, hey. And then they'd be like, Ugh. and then you'd be like, oh, fuck. Yeah, we did it, man. We built a community of lewd hand gestures. Yeah, of like old Italian stereotype. <laughs> hand gestures. Then you throw a tile in their car and murder them later. Also like an old Italian stereotype. Yeah. Well, that's what you do. You put the tile on the backs of your fingers. So when you do that, it <laughs> flicks it over. So here's the thing about Apple's safeguards that they put in place to keep you from getting stalked. A Washington Post reporter, in the name of finding out how easy this would be, let one of his associates stalk him using an Apple AirTag. And the thing is, what? I said, I think these guys were trying to fuck when they were just looking for a reason. Probably. Some role playing. Just hanging out at like a rest stop for a couple hours, (laughs) hoping his friend will come stop by. Yeah, what happened, the guy did get his alerts. It's just that they took three days to happen. And now that information is in the news. So any would-be stalker or murderer knows they have like a three-day head start on anyone finding out that you have basically targeted a person in a way that lets you know everything they do during the course of a day. All the places they go, where they live, probably where they park their car, everything. You have a solid three days to collect all that information before the person finds out. And then if they don't have an iPhone running the latest software, you just get this chirping sound. And this chirping sound apparently lasts about 15 seconds. And this Washington Post reporter said it's about as loud as the sound of a bird outside chirping. So you could just like wrap this thing in tape or put it in the cushion, like in between the seat of a car, and it's probably going to muffle that sound to the point that no one would even hear it. Thoughts, plan, bear with me here. Okay, I'm ready. Stuff it into a couch cushion, huck the couch cushion into the window when they're driving by. That's smart. See? Because then (laughs) they'd be like, free cushion. Yeah. Nobody would want a more comfortable ride. That's true. Yeah, no one's going to turn that down. You're right. You you guys got to think, think. Like you're in the future. I'm a futurist. I'm the Tony Stark of independent podcasting. (laughs) The other thing about that notification that takes three days to happen, if the owner of that AirTag does come within range of that AirTag, which is pretty easy to do if you're stalking someone, you're probably going to get within 300 feet every once in a while. If. (laughs) If that happens, then it takes another three days for the alerts to start again. So as long as you just get close enough for that AirTag to know that you're around every three days, they're never going to get these alerts. So you can just stalk someone forever. Yeah, you'll be decomposing by the time somebody finds you before the notifications make any difference whatsoever. And at that point, it's basically the same thing. The smell will reach them before a notification will. It's a chirping smell. (laughs) I was going to say you could stalk in vogue. You know why, right? Because they're never going to get it, never going to get it, never going to get it, never going to get it. That is a hot riff right there. Look, I'm going to be honest. It got preempted. It would have fucking <laughs> murdered. But I'm I sure. mean, to be fair, Luis had a really good riff about people getting murdered and decomposing. And I was not going to mm-hmm. step on that on those toes for a fucking in vogue riff. Thank you that's, very much. That's true. I had to free my mind and don't let go. And the rest will follow. Yeah. yeah. I'll give yeah, you guys yeah, both yeah. something you can feel. This, is, this did turn into a pretty hot riff. I like it. Thank you. We pulled it around. What can I say? What a man. God damn it. So, yeah, there's so much more that we could get into about these air tags and this, tiles. This was a novel that you said. I, I had to read it out loud because I was getting dizzy reading this. It's a whole. The Washington Post article about the guy being stalked is lengthy AF. And it's all fucking terrifying. And also, Amazon is making a version of this soon. They sure so, are. They are also introducing a program called Sidewalk, which connects your Amazon devices, Echo, Ring, and so on, and includes compatibility with Tile, 
which already works with the Amazon Alexa for Find My Device services. It will connect your devices with your neighbor's devices. So it makes it like oh. a whole connected network of Amazon Who devices. Work. Like, I, what do I want to like? Oh, hey, uh, tell me what my neighbor's listening to. Like, I don't give a fuck. My God, man. Do you think Amazon just looks at what they sell and are just like, well, let's make one of those. Like, they'll look at like... Oh, people are buying shoes on Amazon. Let's well, let's let's make shoes. Let's do we'll make shoes. Oh, they one hundred percent do that. Mm-hmm. Well, they brought what you call it, right? The Z- Zappos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was way back in the day. Yeah, it's the grocery store brand model, basically. Like you can get a can, you can get a Goya can of beans, or you can get you know generic white label grocery store brand. Amazon, but if, Amazon but, does the but same that's thing. if Food Lion owned thirty percent of the economy. Yeah. <laughs> The thing about this neighborhood network thing that they're setting up, it connects through your Wi-Fi. So all your Amazon devices stay connected, even when your Wi-Fi is off or doesn't reach. Like if, for example, your Wi-Fi signal is too weak to sustain your ring surveillance system at your front door, but your neighbors will cover it, they'll take a little bit of that. Can that help my (laughs) Wi-Fi, please? (laughs) Probably not, Jeff. Like, that would be nice. Oh, oh, you're trying to tell me that Wi-Fi is just a bit then? Like, like you guys are just lying about it? Because you, you can just <laughs> piggyback on everyone's Wi-Fi. Let's just have that. I mean, that's what Joe Biden wants to do. We're all for it now. When Trump wanted to do it, we were like, no, don't let the government build a Wi-Fi network. And now we're like, please, will the government build a Wi-Fi network? It's like, you get that Trump could be back, right? Then he'll have that. He sure anyway. Will. I mean, we still need, like, a national Wi-Fi, so it's fine. It's Wi-Fi. Jeff! Ah. <laughs> Holy shit! You've been sitting on that all day, I bet. They call him the Riff King. Woohoo! <laughs> no one calls you that. Oh. I know. Trying to get it. It's like I just moved to a new school, and I'm trying to get a new nickname, you know? One of the other creepy things about this Amazon thing, it's just going to be in a software update. So if you have any Amazon device, you don't have to buy a new one to be part of this network thing and how many people are reading the details of that update they install like i don't when i pick up my fucking kindle or whatever my ipad if it says update required i fucking hit that install button and get back to playing angry birds or whatever the fuck so a lot of people are going to opt into this without realizing they're opting into it yeah i hit whatever button makes the notification go away I read enough to know which one button, which button does that, and that's it. That's yeah. good. That's good. Uh, I'm I'm a very uh, smart consumer. I want to just uh, become like a super luddite and just be like, what if I just go off the grid fully and then I die? Oh. I would die. Oh, I've I've thought of it. I mean, not fully, but I'm getting to the point where I could do without a phone. Like we I should, don't give a shit. We should get make like a pod ranch in like Montana. I I have thought about a similar thing, like a compound. I consider cult. What about a cult? I was considering Detroit. Actually, because I still want to be somewhere with stuff and black people and not moving to Montana. Crazy. Where you're outnumbered by deer. But that being said, you go to Montana, your vote becomes much more valuable. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) We could take over local politics like in that wild country documentary. So with the iPhone thing, you are able to opt out of that. So that's good. You do have to turn off your Bluetooth and your location services, though. Once you turn those back on, you're opting back in, baby. Does that seem cool? I don't know. So, so you just can't use your phone for anything fun while right. also being tracked. It's yeah, it's great. Right. And it's going to make your significant other. It's going to make it harder for them to track you, which is a bummer because li- listen, if you ever enter into a relationship and the person you're in that relationship with says, hey, turn on your location services, break up with them immediately. That is not a healthy relationship at all. They just want to know where you are. Okay? That's good advice. Solid advice. Yeah, don't do it. And if you do have significant other, also get $3 bill y'all and chocolate starfish in the hot dog flavored water. That's, that's correct. And on that, let's take another quick break, and then we'll be right back. And we are back. One more block. We made it back. We got one story that's going to take us a while, so let's just blow through this next one. I just want to ask a question. <laughs> Because the story is about the Pentagon and how they are planning to monitor social media of military personnel for extremist content. Yay or nay? Anyone in favor of this? Yes, because it's the military and they are employees of the Pentagon. Yeah, that's the thing. It's If you read up on the details, it's going to be a flawed system that will probably 
one of the things said that the, it might like produce false positives and hurt morale. Oh, but you I know it's gonna fucking care. Yeah, I dude, if your job involves a gun, you should have to legally be an open book. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I feel like if there's any situation where I don't want someone having any anti-government sentiment of any sort, it's the fucking military. I mean, because that is how coups happen. They've been when, they've been doing this for a long time, by the way. Like, yeah, they, like this isn't new. Like, this is. I mean, I mean, obviously, social media is a much bigger thing now. But like, remember, if you're trying to get a job with the government, they would like call your fucking relatives and like your. Fr- I got a call. I had a friend who was getting a job with Raytheon. His brother was getting a, a job with Raytheon, and the fucking, I think it was the FBI called me to check in on this dude. A friend Yeesh. brother. God damn. Yeah, they yeah. actually check the people that recommend you. It's not just some bullshit thing that you put on a resume, and they're like, ah, you just put a fake number, they're not going to call. They actually do, and they go pretty pretty deep. I, I've known some people who have worked for the FBI, and they go deep into your background. They really want to make sure you're not insane. And they still fuck it up every once in a while, but at least they're putting in some effort into it, but probably not enough. But I definitely feel like if your job involves some kind of enforcement in any way, and especially a gun, if your social media should not be allowed to be private when they're checking no. that out, like mm-hmm. it, you, everything you fu- you should have to give them your fucking Reddit info your email passwords, and if you want that job, if you want to fucking sell your soul to the military so you can cross the world and kill brown people, you should absolutely have to have that information out there. Because it's bad enough that people are becoming cops. I don't need to know that they're racists at the same time. Yeah. Well, this is the military. There's no one screening yeah. the cops for this kind of shit. Yeah. There's too many of them. Well, when they, when they see the cops do that, they're like, oh, yeah, give this guy a gun and a badge. Let's sign yeah. him up for the Albuquerque <laughs> PD. <laughs> Oof. Albuquerque, crazy town. So on the bright side, the White House did recently reject a Department of Homeland Security proposal that would have screened the social media presence of immigrants in a similar way. Nothing alarming about that. I'm sure no other administration will run that back up a flagpole in a few years. I'm a nay on that one. Yeah, that one, I say no. It's great how the definition of what a bad guy is can just shift completely on its head with one administration, with one election. That makes me feel so safe knowing that I can be considered a villain if, you know, another Trump comes into office. It's great. Well, that's how we've been framing you on the show. Yes, another villain. that you notice. (laughs) If I had a Chiron, it would be villain. (laughs) So let's talk about this last story because this is is what sparked the whole idea for this episode – We'll link to both of these articles. They are long and detailed and fucking terrifying. Somehow this story was broken by Yahoo News. Because they had to do something. The one guy they have at their desk working so hard. That's always a sign to me that the person writing this story is on to something. Because this is the kind of story that gets killed if you take it to the New York Times or the Washington Post. We are not living in the Watergate years anymore like it was cool that the new york times published trump's tax reports and tax returns and uncovered all that i appreciate that but they apparently don't care that much about this which is uh, pretty alarming everyone knows the postal service has cops right did we know that before this ish i didn't know they were as intense yeah it's kind of scary it feels like a mini nsa but they also send me flyers for grocery stores it's weird it's like learning that the railroads had cops (laughs) <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, there's a logic to it, but I, I don't like it. I don't feel like yeah. you should have that power. Just give me my letters that I will then well, throw away immediately. It's not just bad that they're cops or bad that the Postal Service has cops. They also have a fleet of people who come visit your home six days a week. And are those cops not using mail carriers for any sort of intelligence? Like, I'm sure. Like, if the Postal <laughs> Inspection Service comes to a fucking mail carrier and is like, look, you're going to fucking help. You're going to help. Like, you're not going to fight that. Yeah, my dad's a mailman, and I could not see him agreeing to do that. Yeah. Would he have a choice? I mean, that's probably I mean, my dad why he, anti- he could still be a mailman because yeah. he made that choice. I mean, my I dad's know. like anti-union. Mm. Well, that's dumb. Like on, In the post office. Yeah, that's silly. That's it sure, silly. It sure is. Yeah, the, the Postal Inspection Service, the reason I know so much about them is I was looking into that fucking epidemic of 
post office shootings that happened in the 80s and 90s. And the Postal Inspection Service kind of solved that because at one point those shootings just kind of stopped. I mean, there have been a couple post office shootings since then, but the Postal Inspection Service is the one who looked into that problem. And what they came up with was that they had been hiring all these ex-military people to work at the post office. Makes a natural transition, one government job to the other. But then these dudes would get in there all dudes, of course, would get in there and treat this post office job like it was still the military. And they would just like treat their subordinates like they were their drill sergeant. And it just made people fucking crazy. And people started shooting up post offices. And then the Postal Inspection Service was like, stop, stop doing that. The fucking shootings went away. I've worked for the post office. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I used to Were you monitoring our social media? Is that uh, what you did? I for did. Him? That's what I did. I sort. I told. I told you that that was my Netflix connection to that because we were a Netflix hub in Worcester. It was the summer of two thousand one, and I was Got just my first real Netflix. And I, and I was like, "What's what are these red and white envelopes that we keep getting?" Kids like, "Oh, it's some like mail thing where people rent DVDs, but it's online." And I just went, "That's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard of." Yeah which will is explains why I'll never have money. Well, hey, here's a little bit of revisionist history for you. I'm happy that I was the voice of dissent back when this argument was happening, when Trump was talking about getting rid of the Postal Service or severely limiting the Postal Service. And we were all like, no, that's the one good government agency. I feel like I was the one person back then who was like, you know what? Fuck them. We don't need, we have FedEx, we have UPS. And people are like, it's going to get more expensive. It's already expensive. Like you save a couple dollars mailing big shit through the post office. You still want the post office around now that they're monitoring your goddamn social media? Because that's what this story is about. We haven't really even got to that. I still kind of do. Well, good. I mean, there's an equity in the post office that and of course I might be biased, but although it's not like I like my dad. But Uh, that's also not the point. (laughs) Why don't we just get rid of their cops? They're not going to do that. Like, we're not going to get rid of any of our we have 16 intelligence agencies in this country. We'll probably I'm sure there will be an expansion draft. And I was like, like, one of them Columbus will get a franchise. That was like when cereal boxes came with baseball cards on the back that you'd cut out and you'd be like, well, these aren't real, but they're somehow real. Like, nobody cares about these. I don't need my post serial Jose Canseco card, but I have it. So what the Postal Inspection Service is doing, they're running this program. They've been running it for years, since 2018, and it's called ICOP, which (laughs) that could be the whole story right there. And I'd be like, I'm out. I don't like it. Yeah, that is some RoboCop sounding shit. If RoboCop universe had like Apple instead of Omnicorp. Yeah, if it was that early 2000s jewel tone aesthetic, like if RoboCop was that clear blue plastic yeah. that was on I, I IMAX. Want the, I want to see the clear orange yeah. on RoboCop. It's sunburst. <laughs> and here's the thing. Somehow iCop is less scary than the full name, which is Internet Covert Operations Program. That's that exactly what that name implies. That sounds like a 1999 Law and Order spinoff series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The internet is a place for new and excessive crimes. These are the people that fight those crimes. <laughs> and so the, the details of this, like I said, came out by way of a Yahoo News article. They were leaked an internal document. And this started in 2018. It was an expansion of the U.S. Postal Inspection Service's Cybercrime Dark Web program, which what the fuck are they doing that for? I mean, monitoring the dark web. That that's... No, that's not my question. No. Why the post office? It feels like it, like when in World War Two, like every factory, like a like a tuna factory got turned into a bomb making factory. It just feels like every aspect of the government is being converted into a surveillance state. Well, it's like when the Secret Service is investigating counterfeiting and you're just like, I don't know how this happened, but here we are because mm-hmm. it might be about like interstate commerce falling under postal jurisdictions from like Mm -hmm. the early 1800s or something like that where it's just like well we've evolved with them but we've stuck within these stupid guidelines i think it's a good example of how naive people are about the internet they're like oh the dark web no one's gonna catch you there it's all completely anonymous not if the police are on it like if you, you don't know if you're talking to a fucking cop I just watched a true crime show. It was like a Dateline episode or something. And there was this guy on the dark web just 
offering up his services as a hitman, and then he would just get the money from the people and disappear. Like he's like, I'm not gonna fucking murder anyone. Awesome. You crazy? <laughs> That's 100. Like, and then you know what you do? You, you anonymously snitch to the authorities. They're like, this guy's trying to get people to get killed. It's like to catch a predator. Like you could just set up sting operations like Chris Hansen, but you pocket that money first. Oh, obviously, fuck yeah, dude. We should do that. <laughs> I wouldn't be opposed. Like scamming people. And even, I mean, I could show up as like the proxy and be like, I'm the serial killer. I'm, I'm the hitman. And, we'll, and people would be like, yeah, I buy, I buy into that. And we'll definitely get away with it now that the Postal Inspection Service just heard us say all of that oh, they're while monitoring our Zoom call. You know what? <laughs> Honestly, make this a subscription only episode and then at least make a little money off of them paying attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They'll at least have to subscribe. This is a quote from an internal document that describes that shift that ICOP made out of the cybercrime dark web program. Quote, ICOP will be responsible for overseeing all internet undercover operations, policies, and procedures, managing the identities of undercover operators, and administering technology used to facilitate internet undercover operational security. That doesn't sound good. And what they mean, they are the undercover operators in question. They're going out and setting up untraceable social media accounts and email accounts and just posing as other people on the internet so they can monitor you, which that's a thing we've always kind of voiced concerns about. Like, you know, the government's on your social media. Like if you set up a fucking save the earth group on Facebook, some fucking government agent is going to show up. Yeah, they are. We fucking know that now. And they work for the postal inspection. Yeah, service. they work for the post office. Oh, they wear They're black easy to spot socks and little shorts. shorts. Yeah. <laughs> hey, gift of the magic. Well, did it. it would be yeah, it would be funny if they wore the uniform yeah. at their well, fucking the, cop desk job. The little pith helmet. <laughs> I love when they wear their little cute little pith helmets. What a stupid They're little so Panama jackass outfit to wear. So basically what this iCop group is doing, it's not like just a bunch of algorithms. They actually have people who are combing through social media just looking for inflammatory posts. And then they share that info across government agencies, which here's the problem. Haven't we kind of been begging someone to do this for a long time? It's just that we've been begging for it in the name of fighting white supremacy and white nationalists. But what happens when there's an administration in place that doesn't want to fight white nationalists like the one that just passed? Like, what was Trump doing with this? Yeah, I wonder if they work almost independently like, I wonder if Trump even knew about this. What if it's why he wanted to get rid of the post office? What if he's what oh, if he's the hero a, all along? I highly doubt that. Well, you Matt, just, Matt oh. Gates wants to wanted to get rid of it, according to one of the articles. Yeah. Gee, I wonder why. Yeah. They, but I'm they, also they certainly I'm should also, be monitoring our Venmo accounts. <laughs> so this program, it includes when they're scraping the Internet for inflammatory posts. It includes info about planned protests from locations and times to screenshots of posts and even the individual identities of certain posters. This is all shared through the DHS Fusion Centers, which are a cross-agency information sharing platform. And these Fusion Centers and other governmental interagency information sharing platforms, goddamn, allow many federal agencies to access information they would not legally be able to obtain themselves. So they're able to skirt the Bill of Rights protections by doing it this way. This is troubling because here's the other thing. When they sold it to Republicans, they used Black Lives Matter protests as the selling point, not white nationalists. And I know and I saw that they specifically left out Black Lives Matter groups and Antifa when they pitched it to Democrats. They know exactly the demographics they're going for. They know how to pitch to people. They know how to prey on their fears and their biases. All you got to do is sell people, we're going to go after whoever you define as a bad guy. And that's it. You can win that way. But you, then you just takes one more leap in logic to just realize, oh, yeah, they'll be going after the people I consider bad guys when we're in power, but put it in the hands of the next administration and all of a sudden we will be defined as the villains. And that's yeah. really the kind of the running theme of this entire episode is that all of this sounds great when it's being put to what you define as good use. It's all subjective. This, yeah, yeah, it's all, absolutely. It's all subjective. And, and you could just as easily become the bad guy. And the Trump administration proved that everybody that was against them in any way was the villain. It wasn't just, you know, Antifa or Black Lives Matter, but just a, the average governmental employee who didn't 
think they were particularly managing government well could be considered a bad guy in their eyes and could be all of this infrastructure can be hurled against them in a blink of an eye. Yeah, they're defending this by saying, well, these are all this is all publicly available information. But yeah, that doesn't mean you put together a team of government spies to go gather that information like that is spying on American citizens. What it it really comes down to is like the idea of like, yes, it's all public information and we all think of it as innocuous until we're being informed that it's being collated. And then you're like, oh, no, I don't I don't like that. And you're like, well, what the what do you think was going to happen with this? Like, what did you think was going to happen when we put all of our lives out there and then shit goes down? People are going to be looking into that and we're like oh yeah no that's that's not cool and like well it's too late to be cool about it now we're just gonna do it yeah like i said we've always kind of assumed this was happening and it didn't stop us from using social media like there used to be those stories when like facebook first came out and people were getting like losing their jobs for posing videos of them doing keg stands on the weekend and people are like hey you can't do that you can't, you can't just look at my Facebook page and fire me. And it's like, fuck yeah, they can. I got written up for a Facebook post. Yikes. I just wrote, I wrote works for jerks. W-O-R-K apostrophe S. Like work is for jerks. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. I wrote works for jerks. And I got called in and he's like, the principal who is not what we would call a smart man. He's like, so uh, it says here that somebody snitched me out and said that I said that I work for jerks. And I was like, and I told, I told him, I said, I really hope the person that snitched on me isn't an English teacher because they don't understand spelling, punctuation, and grammar, because that is not at all what I said. I said, the concept of work is for jerks. And if you're offended by that, that's fine. It was just a little silly thing. But if you think that I was saying that I work for jerks, then everybody involved in this does not belong in education. Yeah, because, yeah, if that apostrophe's there, it changes the whole tone. Man. That joke. Oh, who would have thought a basketball coach turned administrator wouldn't understand the nuances <laughs> of the English language? So, yeah, like we said, Matt Gates has opposed this. There's a bunch of civil liberties types who have opposed this. Most of them are unsure why the post office is doing this. Do we have any speculation on that? Yeah. Is it just... I think it's old jurisdiction. That is... I think it's, like, nearly ancient. Like, centuries-old jurisdiction that is coming to play in a new world that hasn't been updated for that. What do you mean? I think it's the same The same reason that we think of, like, the example I gave with counterfeiting with the Secret Service. Where you're like, what? That, that's not what they do. And you're like, well, it's one of the things that they do. Whereas this yeah, is, like, the Yeah, but them spying on the internet can't be centuries-old jurisdiction. But it can be considered, like, interstate communication. Yeah, I guess. But it seems like they would just say that. I mean, they probably just don't feel like they should have to. They're just like, no, this is what it is. It's interstate communication. You're interacting with people through you're delivering information through a specific thing. So that jurisdiction falls under the post office. Now, whether that makes sense in 2021, it doesn't really matter. It's just that that's what the centuries of that would have had. And we're like, all right, well, that's the thing then. So, yeah, My, my gut instinct is a little more cynical in that. I think they're just trying to make themselves useful because the post office, it's not like Trump is the first person to be like, do we need the post office? Like, not not necessarily. And this feels like them going, well, wait till you see what we can do when we turn into your secret police force. And I mean, budgets like anyone who's ever worked with a budget knows if you don't spend the money, you don't get that money next time around. So this could just be them like, well, if we're going to get our $80 billion a year or whatever they get, then we're going to have to start spying on some folks. I love playing with budgets like that, man. Oh, yeah. We used to we used to have a paintball club at my college. And what we would do is we would come <laughs> up with our budget. Yeah, it was awesome. We'd come up with our budget and then we would double it and just double everything that we wanted and then bring it to the board. And then they would be like, well, we can't give you all that, but we'll give you two thirds of what you asked for. And we'd be like, <laughs> excellent. That's probably that's great. You know, it's such an easy scam. Yeah. And so is this kind of yeah. like it's a pretty simple idea. And it started in 2018. It's pretty. That's very recent. recent. Yeah, that's a little that's a little recent, right? Yeah, it started under Trump, like deep into the Trump administration. And then he decided to cancel it. That's the thing. Well, you said they could operate independently like we've talked about. They had to sell this to Republicans and Democrats, which means they had to kind of be doing it first, right? Yeah, there had to be test runs. You had to you have to prove that it works. And yeah, that's how you 
that's how you sell it. You got to you got to have a functioning product to sell. But the whole thing is just so weird that it feels like it's it, they're really like I think Jeff brought up a good point about how the old jurisdictions. That's the only thing that makes any logical sense because people who are actually their job is to be our safeguards against this. They have no explanation for why this is happening, why it's attached to the post office. Jeff brought up the best point possible that none of these experts even did. And even then, it doesn't feel like it fully explains. Like, there needs to be some no. type of investigation that ex- that explains this. Because for all I know, it could be something as simple as, ah, the NSA just, they had all this extra stuff and they they stored it at the post office's house. They had a spare room. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't I, there's no logical explanation for it. Yeah, it kind of feels like the wrong question. Like, I don't really care why the post office is the government body doing this. I want to know why they're doing this and can we stop them because it feels like this violates the fucking Geneva Convention. <laughs> like this violates all sorts of laws that we have supposedly put in place to keep our government from spying on us. But the internet is still kind of a lawless hellhole and we probably have never written any laws that dictate what the government can, or may, I'm sure we did and it's just in the Patriot Act somewhere. Mm, dick. It's probably how we we when you lose like a download or something that you bought, they take it back. That's probably in the Patriot Act, too, I bet. All that shit. Fucking Patriot Act. So, yeah, we'll we'll link to this story. It is really fucking intense. They are, the post office is using fake identities online, and uh, it's just not, everything about it's weird and doesn't make sense and feels like it should not be happening. But it also, when I first read this, I was like, yeah, I'm not surprised. It's weird that the post office is doing it but i assume like i'm most surprised that it's not like the nsa or dhs or something like that yeah it feels like it's just an offshoot that was just crammed into another governmental body doesn't make any sense i would yeah i I would really love to hear an explanation on this because i want to hear the rationale just makes no sense yeah anyway i think we did it i think that's an episode good times we did it guys very good times good times very upbeat stuff I'm just careful what you say on the internet. Can't believe this. And Vogue is monitoring us like this. Yeah. We're, we're right? putting this on the internet, correct, Adam? We are putting this directly on the internet, probably using Amazon Web Services. Mm, boy, I think we fucked uh, up. Yeah. I don't know who makes the cameras we're looking at, but I assume some government agency made Zoom. But how will we ever know? Nope. Do we have anything to plug before we get out of here? Jeff, do you have anything to plug? Me? You know, I don't have anything going on in my life. So, I mean, I guess you could check out Jeff Has Cool Friends, available on patreon.com slash Jeff May for the uncensored early episodes, or of course, available a week later across all platforms. That's Jeff Has Cool Friends. I have cool friends and I want to talk to them and I want you to meet them. You can also check out Tom and Jeff Watch Batman on the Gamefully Unemployed Patreon. And you can check out You Don't Even Like Sports, a sports podcast about Louis. About how Jeff how doesn't, doesn't even like sports. I wasn't even going to throw you under the bus, you son of a bitch. Too, why it's too you bad under the that bus. you don't even like sports, Adam. Which is true. You don't. you don't. You don't like sports. You are. And you're trash. You're a, a big bag of human trash. That's mean. <laughs> That's very mean. That's fine. Luis, what do you have to plug? Oh, you can find me on Twitter at Louis underscore Prada. That's L-U-I-S, Luis. But also, I have a podcast. I have my own little one-man sketch show that I do that I started doing the pandemic just to cure myself of boredom. It's called the Inaudible Podcast Network. You can find the Twitter page at Cast and the Patreon at Pod. And yeah, it's just me doing a series of fake podcasts, essentially little audio sketches that are very dumb, and me just talking to myself in different, hopefully not offensive voices. So I try to do, if I do a voice, always assume it's a white person. Mm, Oh, tell me what other voice, like do an impression of a white person. Well, that's the thing is I am technically white. So I've been doing one this entire time. Mask Uh, off. Wow. You got us. Coded. I am among Um, you. Patreon.com slash unpops. Unpopsnetwork.supercast.tech. Go subscribe for a whole lot of bonus episodes every month. Every week. Get them. All the time. Get them. All the time. That's it. Let's get the fuck out of here. Luis, say goodbye. Bye, everybody. Jeff, say goodbye. I want to say go see nobody, don't see Wrath of Man. Okay. Bye. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. We love you. You get the icon rookie card.